Ship's Log, Entry 10-15 Tully's monsters and Cortazar had successfully found the cause of the station's self-repair, a sleeping beholder generating an endless stream of gazers. Wendy MacDonald altered the beholder's dreams to stem the gazer's supply, then shrunk the beholder to blow it over to the Tully for extraction. Upon regrouping with Maxina and Buford Gubbins, the team tried to move the Beholder towards the station's airlock. The Gazers, however, roused the Beholder, forcing a fight. The station's microgravity proved challenging for Cortazar, and the Beholder's eye beams posed a grave threat to the others, with Wendy being paralyzed and partially petrified within seconds. Max attempted to intimidate the Beholder, but they were telekinetically restrained after talks failed. Buford tried to prevent the Beholder from leaving and took the brunt of a death ray, nearly perishing on the spot. Despite the odds, Buford and Wendy posed enough of a threat for the Beholder to finally engage in talks. The Beholder, Beshk, presumed that he was placed on the station after being forced into a coma by Yaush, the same Beholder that tried to enlist the researchers into his army. Beshk revealed that they were dreaming of being a big werewolf, repairing themselves whenever they were hurt. Beshk dismissed the gazers, but refused to return to the DM Resubian, leaving the station by stealing Kodazar's ship. The team returned to Mort and Maya, who successfully created a suppressant for lycanthropy. Max learned how their mother, Dash Ina, helped the researchers eight months prior, while possessing a formeth cube of her own. As Max processed this revelation, Buford pilfered werewolf teeth and Wendy gathered some readings of the nearby black hole. After finishing their debriefing with the scientists, the team, including Cortazar, returned to the Tully, greeted by a visually distressed Kami Ray. Before flying the team home, Kami informed the others of the forced clowning on the Resuvian. The proposal of sharing space weed was made by Wendy, but my sensors indicate there wouldn't be enough to share. One possible solution would be an infused ice cream. Further analysis would be needed. Laura, I've been meaning to ask you this for months, I keep forgetting. Without looking it up, as a British person, what do you think the capital of Florida is? <laughs> oh, okay, this is... Shit, do I know what the capital of Florida is? Well, that's that's our next data point. I'm just curious. Uh, look, the, the only name of a place in Florida I know is Orlando, and I know that's not right. Oh, I'm, okay. Well, if you don't, that's fine. Uh, you want to take a guess, New Jersey boy? I, I, some, something in my heart wants to say Tampa, but I don't think that's right. Okay, so UK and New Jersey have struck out. I assume uh, both the Floridians here know. Yep. This is so interesting because I was, I was, I the thing, the reason I'm asking is because I was like, I assume everyone who isn't from Florida thinks Miami is the capital. That's the most populous city. Mm. It's the biggest city. Mm. It's the famous city. 
I, I knew it wasn't Miami. I know that Miami exists, but I didn't know it was in Florida. But now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, no, it is. Yeah, Miami, Florida. Well, I don't, well, hold on. Yeah. Your, your Where did country, you think Miami was? I don't know. Your country is like 50 small countries smushed next to each other. I don't know about all of them. Yeah, fully, fully fair. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you want to know the capital of England, you just have to know one one place's capital and you know our, our capital. I'd have to learn 50 small sub-capitals. I know for a period of time before I moved down to Florida that there was parts in my brain's, like, memory banks where I knew I thought that, like, Jacksonville might have been, but no, that's not it either. It's like, no one knows where it is, actually. It's no one knows. It's a ghost town. It's uh, really only notable for its university where I went, so I'm, I'm intimately mm. familiar with Tallahassee, Florida. I've heard of Tallahassee. Again, I'd have guessed that. I, if you had to, be, if you put a gun to my head, I'd have said Tallahassee was in Texas. I think we should remove Delaware as a state. Absolutely, it is literally just a tax haven. It is like you know Monaco or the Cayman Islands or something, but for America. Well, I'm I'm more on the the opinion that if you're under a certain like physical size, you should just be absorbed <laughs> into your neighbors. All right, this is. I mean, <laughs> this is size of them now. I would absorb you. I would, Dan, you'd be gone <laughs> if un, under your regime. Yeah, but you'd have to deal with all of my toxins, <laughs> like like a poison dart frog. Oh, we're 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 here. We're back. We're we're doing dice funk. It's down. It's one of them downtime weeks where where we. We have a little catch up and everyone has their little scenes and does their little level ups. Uh, but as always for the away team, it's it's downtime. You have to walk into a meeting room and wait for Ophelia the gift to show up uh, because you, you've gone and done things out in the world. And uh, as as you arrive in, in, in the meeting room, as, as ever, Ophelia sort of stumbles in uh, a little disheveled and goes... Okay, it's been real fucking busy here this time. Um, what... What have I missed? Did you kill any diplomats this time? Oh, were any of those wolves diplomats? Maybe. Hold on. Were any of those... I mean, were those gazers diplomats? I don't know. Uh, um, if you don't know they were a diplomat, say no. D don't... Don't, <laughs> don't hypotheticalize about potential diplomats for me. I'm looking for a no. This is called plausible deniability. As far as we know, we didn't kill any diplomats. Look, is, if the answer is as far as you know you didn't, then just tell me you didn't. That's, we didn't. That's, okay, thank you. As far as you know, we didn't. Oh, <laughs> did, did, did it go, did it go well? What, what uh, happened? What, tell me. Yes <laughs> and no. Um, I, I guess... We, we, we figured out what the distress call was about. We resolved the issue for this distress call. Well, that's the good news. Uh, the bad news is the cause for the distress call uh, kind of raises some really big problematic questions about what's happening out here. How, how, how big are we talking? Like, are we talking someone's got a big space gun or like what, what, what's, what, what scale? Werewolf beholder army. Uh, well, no, that that didn't happen, at least, thankfully. Um, okay, you, yeah, you could lead with the werewolf beholder army isn't happening. Right, the, there is at least one beholder who is really, really gung-ho about a war breaking out to the point that they basically co try to coerce both the station as well as another beholder onto their cause. And when both of them said no, 
this first beholder kind of punished both of them. So we're talking about a beholder strong enough to put another beholder into a coma instantly. And uh, yeah, so we're, that is a... Uh, mm. Mm, yeah. That is a lot of not good. That is a lot of not good words you said right there. That's a lot of not good words you said right there. I almost wish you'd killed a diplomat. That would have been easier news for me to deal with. I, I mean, there's time. Okay, I'm not saying you have to kill a diplomat. Um, are are there any here? Any diplom? Oh, <laughs> there were a bunch of clowns, right? You got uh, any clown diplomats? No, no, we got rid of the clowns, but there are indeed currently some vi- some visiting diplomats. Please. Do not kill any of the diplomats, I beg of you. Look, you should be happy we didn't blow up the space station as requested. I, I'm very glad you did that. I'll also be glad if you don't uh if you don't kill any of the diplomats. We currently have um we're currently being being visited by some some illithids who have come to get some 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 body uh some 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 of the, the bodies we've been making. Please don't kill any of any of the visitors. Every Ophelia scene has the energy of that Akewood comic. I'm going to put it in the Discord <laughs> chat. It's the, oh, I didn't do it. I don't know how to make it work. It's the guess who just got yelled at. <laughs> what, what kind of file type is a JFIF? Okay. Um, Ophelia goes, look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to keep you long today. Um, Just write down everything you know about these beholders and um i'll go do the bit where i have to go have a very stressful conversation with the captain um please don't kill any of the visitors on the ship i beg of you it would really be less than ideal now to give you some good news Maybe you can you can help spin this spin this in your diplomatic efforts. We did technically help find a suppressant for lycanthropy. I I'm glad you have some good news sandwiched in here on in amongst the potential uh, beholder war. Now we did beat several werewolves unconscious in the process of doing this, but that felt justified. Also, I brought my friend. He's staying over. He can have your room. Bye. If. Okay, look, if you manage to suppress lycanthropy, I'm sure a few of them will forgive you for punching them in the process. Um, we'll find, we'll find your friend a room. Go, go, go be anywhere that isn't killing our visitors. We're gonna make Hot Pockets. You can't stop us, Mom. (laughs) I, I don't want to stop you. Hot Pockets are not killing our visitors. They're great. Uh, And she sort of beckons you out the, out the room to... Just put her hands in her head for a little while as she works out how she's going to bring up the existence of boulders to the captain. Uh, that's that's her problem to deal with later. You've you've all got a bunch of stuff you want to get done today. You got you got your little side missions, uh, and we're gonna start with Buford. Buford, what what you what you uh, who who you hanging out with today? What you what you up to? Uh, well, first off, gotta check on check in on the little sister because like ship got attacked by clowns. Gotta make sure she's not dead. Yeah, yeah, ship ship did get attacked by clowns. Um, are you like just get, heading to her room to go and check she's there? I guess. Yeah, he'll, he'll visit her room or wherever she's normally stationed at. Whatever I guess this would be at that time of day. This is sort of middle of the day, but she's uh, she 
you don't know whether she's got work today or not, but you, you go and sort of swing past her uh, past her door, and uh, she she does appear to be to be in in her quarters. Yeah, he he'll knock. He's not rude. He's yeah. not going to just force it open. Yeah. Uh, Bridget opens opens the door. It makes the satisfying sound that doors in space do. And yeah, the two interns pull the doors open off. Yeah, and make a sort of whoosh sound. Uh, uh, and yep, yeah, she she seems totally fine. Um, oh oh hey hey you're back. Hey kiddo, heard you guys had a clown infestation. I mean, I mean, yeah, a, a little bit. It started as a party, and then some of us may have been rounded up, and there, there was some, there was a bit of forced clowning occurring. Yeah, they do do that. Yeah, but it's fine. We had like we had a talent show. Uh, everyone went to space Denny's afterwards. It was, it was, it was terrifying, but in a way that, like, now that it's over. Is like a fun story. Did you partake in the talent show? I mean, like not in intentionally, but like the everyone was kind of floundering down there, and I, you know, I, I came down and helped. We all we all kind of got in on it together at the end. Uh, I still remember your uh, what was it? Your fifth grade clarinet recital. Um. Yeah, who knew there were so many so so many notes in my Bonnie Lies Over the Ocean. It is a longer piece of music than I would care to remember. Yeah, frankly, I think it was unfair. Some of those aliens had more fingers than you did. Right. So, like, they had is... it on a like, bit of my, an advantage. My, mine were only short. It's quite it was quite hard to reach the, the ones at the bottom. But no, we 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 it was yeah. We we we're fine. We survived. Uh, can I insight this to make sure that she's actually okay and not hiding any information from me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, roll, roll me that insight. Oh, there it goes. Uh, 15. 15. Yeah, for 15, she seems genuinely, like, not too shaken up. Um. Okay. And, like, you're, you're, you're welcome to, to, to ask her about it, but she's, she, she seems... A lot less shaken than she did, like by the the away mission, uh, uh, down down to that first planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he he's not gonna like I yeah. guess press her on if she's offered up. He's not he doesn't think he's she's yeah. lying to him, so he's no yeah. reason to be worried. He's gonna go. Oh, by the way, and uh, he's gonna reach into um, one of his pockets and rustle around for a minute and pull out like a um like a little glass uh glass vial. That he's taken the uh, werewolf teeth uh, that he picked up from the last uh, mass <laughs> mission and bottled up for. I think Buford, uh, throughout the years, for most of for most of his uh, sibling, younger siblings, like collects souvenirs from his missions and like uh, uh, his uh, his day job whenever he can. So what he's collected this time for is uh, <laughs> werewolf teeth. I got you some werewolf teeth. Oh wow! I uh, thank you. I'm. I'm, 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 are these, are these real? Yeah. Wait, yeah, I don't know why I asked you if they're real. It's you. Of course they are. Um, how hard did you have to punch them for these to come out? Well, they kept biting me, so they were doing most of the work themselves. Oh, yeah, that's not good for teeth. That's not good for teeth. Yeah, you, you finished your teeth and phase pretty fast. Uh, I mean, I imagine they did too. Uh, after losing a couple of these, um, 
Oh, I've got some news. Oh? I'm going on another mission. Oh? Yeah. Yeah, I... I... Sorry, you're giving me the look. Well, I'm, I'm just a little concerned. You were pretty shaken up after the last one. Don't get me wrong, I'm happy that you're getting back on that horse. I'm not going to lie, there was a little bit of time in which I was like, I'm just going to stay on the ship where everything is safe and nothing bad will happen. And then something bad happened on the ship. And that could have been the thing that made me go, okay, no, I can't do this. But what I felt was, if bad stuff's going to happen whether I'm on the ship or not, why am I denying myself going out and doing cool stuff out in space? I, I think Buford will smile at that and go, well, I'm proud of you, kiddo. So what's the mission? What are you doing? Um, well, there's a there's a big satellite array and um, uh, a fish. OK, officially on paper, we're going to try and boost up the signal um, and see whether just like a lot of power in a very big dish is going to be enough to like get us contacting home again. Just, you know, it's a, it's a long shot. Um, but the other thing we're going to try and do is see if we can pick up any if we can tweak it to pick up any messages we may be aren't picking up now mm. um because there's bad stuff going out going on and if we can get a heads up before something bad happens that feels like a thing worth trying to do yeah makes sense kiddo i always had a had a pirate radio on hand to listen in on things exactly it's if there's anything on any frequencies that we haven't thought to check, it could be really good to have an ear out. So, I I volunteered and and I'm I'm excited. It's it's it's, it's I think it's going to be fun. And even if it's dangerous, I survived space clans. I'll be fine. <laughs> uh, he'll uh, he'll uh, tussle her hair a bit and go. All right. Well, remember your helmet. Oh, don't worry. I will. Uh, yeah, and with with uh, with that, uh, I think we sort of draw this scene to a little close. Uh, and let's go hop over to... Uh, so yeah, let's hop over to Max for a minute. What's Max up to uh, between missions? Max is now a level 11 warlock, and that comes with a couple of exciting changes. Uh, a new spell for the general list. I'm, I picked up uh, Dispel... Magic, which I think is just a good utility spell for the for the bin there. Um, that gives Max their first mix, Mystic Arcanum. Uh, for that one, I picked up True Seeing, which I can cast once per day, uh, which will be fun. Um, I retrained one of Max's invocations. I had Agonizing Blast, which increases the damage of Eldritch Blast. And I decided, you know what? Uh, especially with some of the interactions going on, I'm going for a little bit of a utility one. So I shifted that to Eyes of the Runekeeper. Ooh, what does that do? The, uh, Eyes of the Runekeeper is very simple. It's uh, five words. You can read all writing. Interesting. So I, that's flavored as sort of like whenever Max is looking at something, the various souls and such and formeth might be collaborating to sort of help Max translate what they're reading so it's actually readable. There's, there's going to be someone in here who knows that language. We'll, we'll mm -hmm. dig around, find someone. Pretty much there, yes. Oh, I like um, that a lot. Yeah, and uh, those are the main... And also, Max's hit points increase, so their hit points are 69 right now. Nice. That, nice. Indeed. Nice, nice, nice. 
Uh, yes. No. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Uh, I, I don't either. But anyways. Uh, it's fine. It's the, fine. Uh, I'll tell you both about 69 when you're older. Good. I, I, I look forward to that day. Um, <laughs> but for the time being, as Max alluded to, you know, they have a very keen interest in the fact that between, what was it? Uh, let's see. We had the two beholders. What was Yorsh? What was uh, yeah, Yorsh. And then the other one's less important because they did not accept Max's thanks, so they don't matter anymore. <laughs> oh, they're, yeah, they're, they're just they're just beholder number two. <laughs> but, yeah, Yorsh and beholder number two, you know, seeing all that made Max think, okay, you know, with all this going on, there's got to be some information about just general beholder activity out here, and maybe maybe something can be determined. So. Uh, partially to help make Cortazar feel a little bit better after how some things went, Max was going to invite Cortazar and Cammy along to help do some research on Beholders. Uh, I, I like this a lot. I think that Cortazar 100% takes you up on this offer because uh, they've just spent the last mission bouncing around, not quite able to hit things in space, and is looking for any opportunity to be like, yeah, I'm cool and useful. Hell yeah. Um... So, yeah, is there, is there anywhere in particular you're picturing uh, sort of bringing everyone together? Well, I, 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 the question is, are the archives more like on computers or is it one of those inconveniently organized and arranged like closet of just filing cabinets where everything's just on paper for some reason and it's just digging through all that you know i, I think the archives are maybe a little bit like 50 50 on that they are mm -hmm. digitized and computerized but there are so many records and archives because, you know, you are a generation ship with many worlds full of people that there are lots and lots of external hard drives stacked in cabinets. Uh, oh, so gosh, we have two hard drives flopping. Yeah, oh, no. look, it's, it's, yeah, it's not quite, you know, going through rooms of paper, but you are going to have to use like a like a SATA to USB adapter and look at all the file names and go, God, people did not give these intuitive file names. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just like so now the, now the hard part is not finding the right file it's finding the right adapter cable for the esoteric hard drive and make sure you're plugging yeah. into the right system that can read the data structures oh boy yeah so i i think i want to roll from you to, to quickly get this uh going so i feel like investigation uh is is in, investigation or maybe history uh I, they're both the same skill for me so let's, let's just roll let's, here let's, let's go investigate them 15. Okay, I, I think with a 15, um, at, at the very least, this place is organized well enough to be like, okay, here is a cabinet for things that are fucking scary out in space, and you are able to get that down to, like, subsection things with many eyes. Um, the big thing that you find is that, uh, you got away pretty fucking lucky from this beholder. Um, I, I think Cortazar turns to you and goes, um, look, maybe it's because that thing was sleepy, uh, disoriented, it had just woken up, but, um, I mean, from what I'm seeing on here, these things, if that had stunned all four of us and then hit us all with death beam, we'd have just been very quickly in a lot of trouble. I will admit that I was surprised that uh, it still seemed at least willing to talk in those circumstances, given basically even four against one, the numbers were in its advantage. But I, I, um, I mean, uh, and then sort of Cam, uh, Cammy sort of chimes in, also scrolling through stuff on this drive and goes, um, well, I mean, 
maybe it's because of the unpredictability of it all. They they don't seem to have don't seem to have huge control over what it is their eyes do. Like they don't they can't just death 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 and murder 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 murder. I I guess that if you're in a bad position and you're having to roll the dice to see what you do, you've got to be a bit more cautious if you want to live. I don't know if that's helpful to know, but that's yeah, that 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 one definitely didn't didn't want to take a chance that it wouldn't get the kill. Right. And that leaves me to wonder about this Yorsh character, you know, has there much records about its activity, you know, I was even thinking about, oh, maybe I could try to contact Ardwin and see what they know, but we can't contact Soul, so you know that's going to be a dead end if we go down that route. Uh, well, I mean, do, do you know if there's any any Ardwin out here still? <sighs> that's a good question. Uh, would Max know about that? Uh, um, I I'm happy to say that you would know, like on a basic level. Do they have, like, an operating presence out here, or is this the kind of thing where they would have come out to solve for a specific mission and then... Uh, sorry, come come out to uh, to deep space for a specific mission and gone back to Sol? Right. Um, you know, part of me is just sort of kind of split either way about that. Um, it could be that they were just out here for, quote-unquote, a mission, but that mission isn't even done yet, so they're still yeah. out here. But... I would assume that Arwing generally isn't just sort of like stationed out here. Yeah. This would be like they would come out for a mission and go back. So Max will yeah. say, unless there was more to what was going on in that station eight months ago, uh, the Ardwing group that visited that station before we showed up probably had either gone back to Seoul or is off on another mission. So okay. I don't know how much interaction they would have had with Yorsh anyways. Yeah, that is... That is um, a, a problem. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and Cammy's like looking over the, the these research notes and uh, sort of turns back and says, "I'm gonna try and work on some shielding because a lot of us on this ship." would not survive a single shot from a beholder if they decided they didn't like us all on here. And I don't know what there is in here in the archives, but I'm going to have a look and I'm going to try and... Uh, at the very least, I want to make sure that everyone on the ship can at least not not die in one laser. Even, even if it's they're just barely holding on, I just want to make sure that... They're not going to get hit by one surprise eye laser and they're just gone. That's That sounds like a good idea. Uh, if there's anything I can do to help with that, just let me know, Cammy. okay? I'll, 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 I'll let you know. I just... Mm-hmm. I'm very quickly aware of how... how easily one of these things could just, like, rip through our entire... Well, I mean, a lot of our crew... Not not everyone is um as sturdy as the three of uh, the the as 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 uh, you on the away team. Yeah, and given that I have no doubt that Yorsh is going to eventually figure out what happened to that station, and once they do, they are probably going to be dead set on preventing well 
us from interfering with their plans uh, any further. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So to put it plainly out there, Cammy is going to work on essentially trying to create the item Focus Sash from Pokemon. Uh, if you're mm. on full health and you get hit with a thing that would take you from full to zero, you've got you 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 keep one HP once, and it's going to try and just behold a blast. Can't one hit KO? Just a little tiny bit of holding on. Maybe it's a bit of adrenaline that shoots into you if you hit zero to give you one back. She's going to try and work on something to make the the average member of the crew of the Razubian not just melt to one of these things should they encounter them. Um, so yeah, unless you've got any other sort of questions while you're in the uh, the, the sort of research room. I think that's a pretty good foundation of the investigation here and uh, and the fact that Cammy's getting a good idea of what to do as actionable to help out uh, the ship in the interim is a nice outcome. Wonderful. Uh, Austin, uh, what's what's Wendy up to this downtime? Because because you you've been trying to trying to collect collect little people and, and allies and stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to get us uh, uh, some friends because it seems like beholders are bad news. Um, we talked before about you know Cortazar's joining the ship. I tried to get this other beholder to defect, and he he was really rude to us. But mm-hmm. uh, for my downtime, I wanted to go see the flump illithid that we met during the first away mission. Yeah, you're going back to to hang out with Jennifer. Uh, are you are you heading back down to Suikiyama? If that's where she is, I think we talked before about how that was like a neutral meeting place, and that she is from. She's like a practicing psychiatrist or something from some. I don't know where she is. Yeah, if if you want to get in contact with her, she's not too hard to find. There's not many listings for illithid uh, illithid flump uh, therapist. Uh, bouncing around uh so you are able sort of get in contact with her and she does agree to meet up with you uh do you meet up anywhere particular no i was just thinking her office that's fair it is you know great she's gonna feel safe on um so so she she sort of welcome welcomes you in you're you're uh, brought in on a very specific time uh timer once uh, her previous client has had a chance to leave uh, and she sort of welcomes you in and goes oh um hi hey Jen Jen can I check your closets for hippos yeah yeah you have every right to check my closets for hippos uh, roll investigation to see how well you check closets for hippos I- I'm so glad yeah well no we've done an, we've done an investigate perception Perception to see whether you perceive any hippos in closets. What is a botch gonna do here? <laughs> Twenty three. <laughs> Twenty three. You look. You search this room thoroughly. You've really perceived things. There are no hippos in the closets. <laughs> I mean, Rommel's very crafty. Even though uh, he probably couldn't fit in this office, uh, he could be under the floorboards. You know. You've, look, he hasn't used enlarged reduce to hide himself in a teacup or anything. Like you're pretty certain Rommel's not here today. He He's would, the couch though. you're lying down on. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing, yeah, this is Snake Eater from his perspective. He's just wearing active camo to become, become the sofa. Mm. <laughs> Old Rommel just. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you're welcome to take a seat on the not Rommel sofa. <laughs> but I'm keeping my eye, eye on it just in case it is. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, you got a 23, maybe 25 was the DC to realize Rommel was the sofa, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. All right. I think uh, <laughs> Wendy says, so Jen, Jen, you said the reason that you were going to break up the peace talks was because you had a very sudden onset of fear about the whole situation. And I'm here to just t- to shed some light on the situation. I have two words for you. Beholder. Is 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 that two words? In in deep speech it is. I guess in common it didn't really sound like two. Where's the I don't know how this okay. language works. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right and I'm sorry. I I'm sort of missing the important point here. Beholders. It should be two words, right? Beholder. Those yeah, are words. They be holding. They, 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 holding is what they be. <laughs> they be doing Sorry, it. Sorry, there's a there's a beholder. Beholders? How many? But how? Mm. Oh, sorry. The two words should have been fear ray. Mm. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that is two words. They're big floating eyeballs, and they can shoot lasers, and they can also make you afraid. Don't ask me how I know this. I've never been scared or petrified or whatever else happened to me. It's been a little bit. None, nothing happened to you. I heard, look, look. Confidentiality in this room. I heard nothing. It's it's all good. Go. <laughs> oh, I can just say anything in here, huh? I I I literally am limited in my ability to say anything you say in here. So. Okay, Cortazar and I ate so many pizza rolls. I threw up. You can't tell anyone. You'll have to take that to your grave. No, yeah, you're right. I do, I do. Like, I am enforced to take that to my grave. We we built a little fort out of blankets, and then this duck came along and kicked it all down. He's a jerk. So there's behold, that's <laughs> beholders, behold, beholders. You say, yeah. So there's this guy. We keep saying his name different ways. I think we've said Youch, Yausch, and Yorsh. <laughs> Austin Yorshki. <laughs> Oh, is this a thinly veiled Austin insert? Interesting. This is how when Austin doesn't get what Austin wants, they just send another Austin to invade the podcast look, and make look, that, mini Austins. That wasn't the plan, to, but I'm now not going to be able to pronounce it any other way. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get to this final final battle, and uh, Laura's gonna reveal a black square, and it's just a, a glossy JPEG of Austin's head with some squiggles for. Iron drawn onto it. Oh, the icon of sin. The icon of sin is Yorshki. Um, yeah, in character, Wendy doesn't know how to say this person's name, uh, but she explains the whole basic situation the audience has heard. So, yeah. That yeah. Jennifer's caught up. Um, yeah, Je- Jennifer stops and takes this on board for a second and goes, I've been thinking a lot about everything that I did. I've been doing research on the, the day's that led up to the peace talks. Um, fun fact, of the 12 most recent clients I had before going to the peace talks, uh, all 12 of them are now just unreachable. They're just people that cannot be contacted. That all, by coincidence, were real, real, real intent on telling me about all the all the violent thoughts they would have if, if the peace talks went through. And that is, in hindsight, real suspicious. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on, and a lot of people are mad at me because I may have removed someone's head. And you know, I think we should let bygones be bygones. But oh, 
Oh no no no! I I I agree with you. I'm fully on team bygones be bygones. Um, I I cannot speak for like any of the soul side of those peace talks, but um, any of the illithid folks that were there have got your back. It's there's not many people who would shoot a delegate in the head to protect. A, bu a bunch of illithids. It it's you'd be you'd be surprised how often you just assume that no one would do, would do that, and we appreciate that you had our backs. Well, I think we all need to have each other's backs because if what I understand is happening, uh, this Yosh 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 guy is getting all the beholders together, and a single beholder is stronger than a single mind flayer. But a bunch of beholders are stronger than pretty much anything. So it's going to be really bad. These things seem terrifying. They look at you as though you're nothing. They, they seem to know every move you're going to make before you make it. They... I've heard people describe trying to get away from them... And Beholder's just laughing with pity as they watch their sadistic little fucks and yeah, multiple of them is not good news. And statistically they have more bad breath than any other species just because of the mouth ratio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, they are largely mouth and eye. <laughs> Oh man, a whale would have horrible breath, wouldn't it? I don't know. I feel like they're just eating krill. Like they can't mess them up too bad, right? Well, you'd, you'd just be smelling tons of shrimp, wouldn't you? They get yeah. stuck in that bailey. That's literally what it's for. <laughs> um, Wendy says, "Do you think anyone would help us if we we went after this guy or try to like break up the whole operation?" I don't think we should just send our one diplomatic ship into to take down like some kind of warlord. No, no, I, I, I agree with you. Um, like as I said, I, I think a lot of the, a lot of the illithid delegates down here genuinely appreciate everything that you and the crew of the Resubian did to protect us at the peace talks. Um, we owe you. Like, you might not have Sol's forces to back you up, but I think if I go talk to some of the other delegates, I think we can get some of Suikiyama's citizenry to fight to protect this peace if they need to. We did take a bullet for their Earth delegation, too. I don't know if that cancels out the other thing, but if anybody's keeping score. I, look... Look, the the everything I have heard is that the the bullet to the brain kind of undid all that. Unfortunately, it was an ice pick. It wasn't a bullet. Everyone loves to exaggerate. It exploded a brain out the back of a head, and that's the thing people remember. But yeah, we, I I can I can get talking. I can try and get some forces mobilized because we really are trying to trying to get things towards peace here and if a beholder army is coming to stop that that might be the thing we need to unite us um 
Do you need... Is, is there anything more specifically I could do to help? Do you have any, like, uh, armor? Or can you make my stats go up? <laughs> <laughs> and, well, is this on... You, you'd like a stat bo- boost on top of your level up, would you? <laughs> I don't know. When, that's what Wendy would just be like, I, I don't think you can put an even bigger engine on my weapon, but if you can make me uh, have a higher strength score, that's what I, that's what I need. You're a therapist, right? Can you upgrade my emotional stats? Yeah. <laughs> I, is, is con- I feel like constitution is the emotional stat a therapist could maybe help with. Maybe. Look, look. if you want to sit down and have like, you know, we don't have to do, do it on screen, but if you want to sit and do a genuine therapy session with, uh, with this flump to get your, I guess, constitution up or some sort of emotion-based stat up, we could maybe look at that. Is there a better stat for I went to therapy? <laughs> I, I would think wisdom is probably wisdom, the, yeah, the therapy wisdom, stat. Wisdom wisdom might be the therapy stat. <laughs> I mean, sure, I could say for my level up, I am a level 11 barbarian. The, the important thing is that I got relentless rage, which is kind of like the focus sash from Pokemon. So if I get hit and I would die instead of have one HP, he, I try to remember exactly what you said in that previous scene. I was just going to repeat it verbatim. <laughs> Yeah, this yeah. Is life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wendy has that ability naturally now. If you want to kill her, she gets to uh to roll to say lol no. It's like you got to do it at least twice. <laughs> Fun fact, I've had uh Cammy Cammy working on that planned since before you said the carrot shit. I was like, well, that's 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 a thing. I'm not changing my plans. That's that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Look, if you can justify to me what how how a flump therapist would increase your strength score, I'll hear you out. Oh, oh my god. Uh, Wendy goes to therapy and loses her rage problems, thus losing access to the ability. Yeah, she, she needs her rage. That's her whole character. Although that would be funny if, yeah, if it messed her up by becoming too mentally healthy. No, no, no therapy-based stat improvement. Then it sounds like. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't know if this is gonna help uh, brain-wise, but I was kind of worried about Cascorn, you know that dwarf whose uh, ass I kicked, and then I assume they were taken away somewhere. Do you know what happened to them? Yeah, they um, they 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 got locked up. They're um. I think they're still here on the planet, but they... The problem is doing an attempted assassination is a lot harder to to walk away from than than just making active steps and planning and trying to initiate one. Yeah. Are they going to be in Illitha jail forever? It's really... Illitha jail is super bad. All jail is bad, but... I... I... I spent so long thinking about how I got into that position. I hadn't really stopped to think about whether anyone else involved in this was manipulated to where they got. And that is a thought now, huh? Um, I can, I can go, I can go pull up the data and find out where she is. Yeah, I mean, like mind flayers killed. The- her family and like they do suck and I am also fighting them so like I get it yeah yeah I I'm, I'm gonna be honest I think everyone just 
got a bit lost in in the aftermath of the peace talks, and I I don't know if anyone's thought about that. That's that's a problem. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna see if we can find out where she is. Um, and Jennifer starts uh hurriedly making some calls. Would you say that it took emotional wisdom for me? Like maybe plus two. <laughs> No, no, if you're not going to go to therapy and lose your rage, then you do not get free wisdom. That's the trade-off. If you lose your rage your rage entirely, you can have as much bonus wisdom as you like that won't help your build. Yeah. That's, uh, that's messed up. That'd be so funny, though. If I go with my next fight and I'm like, I've never been more self-actualized. Oh, no, I'm dying. <laughs> Uh, oh no, I'm not mentally ill enough to be able to be effective anymore. Yeah. Um in in terms of the like trying to get people together to uh be allies, um I think you do also uh during this downtime get uh confirmation through from uh Ophelia that you the Resubian has been contacted by the uh the the crew of the Werewolf station who are not going to be much help in a fight necessarily uh, now that they are considerably less uh, werewolfed out. But if there is anything they can do to help, um, they are a, a station crewed with a lot of scientists and a lot of, of researchers. They are also happy to help the crew of the Resubian in whatever way they can. I was going to say, man, it sucks that they cured themselves. Why couldn't they be ill for our benefit? Yeah, why couldn't why couldn't they? You know what? You know what, Wendy? If, if if that's how you feel, we could go get those werewolf teeth that are in the uh in in Bridget's glass bottle and stab mm. them in your arm, and then you could be like ill for mm-hmm. everyone's benefit. I like wow. this plan. This this is I, the I, this just thinks back. It's like how can I intentionally infect someone with werewolf is uh, with lycanthropy? Is like well now we got a reason maybe yeah yeah <laughs> if, if if you like the sound of of being a werewolf for everyone else's benefit, Wendy, just just speak up. You, you know what? Maybe maybe it's time for them to become real suck suck scientists scientists. <laughs> uh, I. I I, I just think of that light no- that famous light novel, I Became a Werewolf for Everyone Else's Benefit, you know? <laughs> it's my favorite anime of last season. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, so you do now have uh, the, uh, the the illithid delegation's uh, backing, should a war come. Uh, they will start mobilizing forces that are willing to stand up against potentially a beholder army. Uh, you have the crew of a station of formerly currently not werewolves you've, you've, you've got some 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 you've got some things being collected up i'm filling the galactic readiness meter yeah you, <laughs> you're not just going to get it past like the uh the the, the basic threshold you got to get it past you're going to get it to that point where you get to see the ending where shepherd's hand moves right at the end oh, oh no we have to do the multiplayer <laughs> i didn't have xbox live it's fine, it's fine. Me and Austin are doing the multiplayer. We're playing with other people in the, in the home sessions. They're not making a lot of friends, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> They're not making a lot of friends, but you're, you're, you're doing all right over here in friend-making corner. I, I think Mass Effect 3 is one of the, Mass Effect 3's ending is one of those formative moments of my young life. I think that broke something in me. It's so funny, that was your young life, because I was fully an adult. <laughs> I was... Yeah. Two th- that's 2012. I was oh god, fuck. I was in sophomore year of high school. Holy shit! 
<laughs> All right. Gosh, I'd have been 21 when that came out. Oh, I don't like that. No, let's get rid. No, nope. let's get rid of that information. That <laughs> that, no that, one, that, no that that's true that. anymore. It is. I was, it is, it is. I was fourteen. <laughs> Any- no, you weren't. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, let's circle back around to Buford. Buford, you've got something else to get done today. Uh, but before you do, we didn't hear about your level up at the start. Tell me about your level up. Yeah. Uh, so I, <laughs> not much really changes here. For Buford, I gained gain some more hit points. I have 91 hit points. Um, the only ability I gain is uh, called Spell Storing Item. Uh, basically, I can take a uh, take a weapon or a set of tools and infuse it uh, with any first or second level spell from the Artificer Spell List. Uh, and it can be cast, I believe it is, 10 times until the next long rest. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I think the the way Buford uh, Bu- the way Buford's spending his downtime is that while Wendy might be like trying to gather allies, uh, Buford's not a really social person. He he can only like work in making mechanical changes to things, so building weapons, building armor, that sort of thing. And uh, the way the way this is gonna work is that. Uh, so he, he gets the spell storing item ability, right? And I think we see Buford like walking towards the, um, the shuttle bay and he's got like his HUD up in front of him. Right. And it's got his file folder structures and it has, um, uh, like his lists of projects in it. So like there's one that's tagged for Wendy and it's, uh, through, uh, looking glass and that's, uh, marked to go to the, um, uh, what's it called? The uh, Cloak of Elvenkind, because it's mm. looking into a, a different reality. There's uh, uh, the the one he's just completed, which is something he's going to be giving to Max, uh, is Maximum Overdrive. And that is a modification for his pistol uh, to be able to store and operate one of his uh, spells 10 times per Per day, and there's a there's another uh, entry, and there's two more entries in this project list for active projects. Uh, one of which is just full moon, which he does not uh, open up in front of the <laughs> front of the audience, and the other is ice age. Uh, and today he is go- going around the ship to every one of these, and this has been canonized in the last downtime. Yeah, bathroom ice cream stations, and dismantling them for parts. Okay, now, to be clear, you've got to be very selective about which ice cream machines you dismantle for parts, because uh, I I don't know if it's been made canon in the Away sessions, but in Home it's been discussed that every one of them has a unique flavour that only that machine produces. So, like, you've got to be real careful to not, like, dismantle one of the machines that's like, that's the only bubblegum machine on on, on the entire ship. Oh my gosh, is it just like, is it just a machine that dispenses ice cream with, like, the weird misplaced gumball eyes from any <laughs> yeah, it's look, oh. look if if someone's favorite flavor is the beef brisket ice cream and you dismantle that one machine you are gonna have some unhappy people on the ship if if you are going and getting the bathroom ice cream something has gone wrong and you need to go talk to the therapist flunk so look you may be correct but also this is a ship full of people who found out that they can't go home for the foreseeable future, and if they want to have some ice cream and cry in the bathroom, that's their right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, you are you are cannibalizing some of the ice cream machines carefully for uh for parts. Or are you just picking one unfa- uh, like unpopular flavor and being like that whole machine just goes? Uh if there is one in the bathroom that just sounds awful, he's just going to take the rip the entire thing out I, of the wall. I need to know what the what the terrible flavor is you're confident mm. no one will miss. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. We got there's there's uh you know what yeah, I'm gonna there's... I'm gonna I'm gonna make some enemies. I'm gonna make some enemies right now. I fucking uh, hate mint ice cream. It's <gasps> mint chocolate chip. Oh, oh, oh you are gonna oh. okay. You are oh. welcome to do that, but there may well be consequences for like the galactic readiness meter. <laughs> oh no! I was gonna say like 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 people like. People are raving about, about butter pecan, but then someone tried to make better pecan, and now it's just a really pretentious sounding ice cream name. All be said, mint is for like, brushing teeth, not eating. Suck my dick. You know what I need? <laughs> I'm gonna need a stealth roll from Buford to stealthily remove the, the only mint ice cream machine on the ship. All right. <laughs> do you do this unnoticed? Are you able to get away with this? Oh, I think I, I have disadvantage because I have a giant robot shit. <laughs> you are. <yeah. laughs> oh, no. I got a one. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let's see if you botch. Let's see if you botch. Come on. Um, yeah, I got a one. <laughs> okay, it's not a botch. So you've got that going for you. Um, I think the way this goes is that one person who was on their way to get bathroom mint ice cream sees what you've done, and they're not going to say anything instantly, but word is going to spread around the ship that you are the reason no one gets mint ice cream anymore. I I think Buford wasn't even being stealthy about it. <gasps> he just ripped it out of a wall. Oh, no. You know, you know what? For a one, Bridget's going to hear about it. <gasps> Bridget's going to eventually hear about the fact that you, you are the reason there's no mint ice cream on the Th- ship this- now. This is the point of contention, the one point of contention between the siblings. Yeah. Buford can't stand mint ice cream. Uh, Bridget loves it. They they just, they will never see eye to eye on this. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll deal with, with, with that at a later point. Um... You now have a bunch of parts. What are you, what are you, what are you doing with all these ice cream parts, I wonder? Uh, so... Buford thinks that the Tully monster is in need of an upgrade, and he wants to give it a uh, freeze ray at the end of its little grab and claw. Yes. So specifically, this is uh, the away team's sort of little runabout ship that uh, t- takes you to and from missions. This is not the Resuvian as a whole. Uh, yeah, basically so that if, you know, if you got into conflict while in this ship, you'd have a little bit more offensive ability. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, do is there any sort of help required on 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 putting this together? And is there anything that he needs to that that Buford needs to sort of get this this going? Um. So I don't think Buford would be the kind of person to ask for help. Mm. Uh, I think I think his process is he just throws himself at a task until he completes it. Mm. Okay. I think you're doing some pretty public uh ship modifications yeah he, he I, yeah he is he's not stealthy about this he's carrying a, an entire ice cream dispenser on one shoulder wearing a mechanic suit and just trundling into the the bay and putting the the shuttle up on a stand and getting to work 
and this is, you know, the mint ice cream machine, which is Trizzy's favourite flavour of ice cream. So uh, you see this small little goblin uh, who is very aware of, hey, I, I pay attention to all the comings and goings mechanically on the ship, scuttles up to you and goes... I can't help but see that you uh, see that you happen to have taken the uh, mint ice cream machine. Jump to there, buddy. Uh, Bu- Buford is like under the the ship at this point, and it's like uh, it's like SVU where uh, the detectives are questioning a New Yorker moving boxes, and they don't stop moving boxes. Uh, yeah. So he keeps working. He goes, "Well, this thing is in desperate need of weaponry, and I am cannibalizing it for parts." I mean, you could have chosen literally any other flavor. It's fine, I chose the worst one. Literally no one in the last four years has had the uh, meatball and marinara ice cream. Like, not one person. Well, unfortunately, that's Buford's favorite. (laughs) (sighs) Well, okay, fine. Next time I need to do a repair job, I'm going to dismantle the meatball marinara machine. How dare you? How dare you bring this to my door? I'll, I'll make a meatball marinara ray or something. <laughs> well, actually, that sounds pretty good, frankly. The, the marinara ray? Well, you, you know, now I'm not seeing a downside. I, mm, okay, okay. Can you make it so that this freeze ray while... Can you make it so that this freeze ray is not only combat useful, but can still produce mint ice cream if I were to need it to? Okay, here's my here's my question, Laura. Yeah. Um, maybe this pivots from being a freeze ray into <laughs> a effectively, not a replicator, but it turns what it shoots at into ice cream. I think that that is uh, a little a little too overpowered to uh, to throw in on the spur of the moment. I think it can have a setting to spray ice cream at something. You know, you may, maybe you could target some some key systems by like, oh, they're now oh, they're all sticky with ice cream. Uh, it's it's the flat cannon. <laughs> so so. <laughs> I realize that it, think about what to describe this thing. If you just took any sort of like type of weapon that's a something beam, laser beam, or otherwise, just replace the word beam with cream. It's a totally bad yeah. idea. Don't do it. You <laughs> laser know? cream. <laughs> laser cream. You know. Uh. <laughs> that's that's the real weapon here. You'll hail someone over comms and go. If you don't back off, I'm going to shoot you with my cream beam. <laughs> oh. Uh, as as this is going on, Trizzy has just come over and started helping with the with the build. Uh, she's gotten on board with it so long as like in her head she's like, yeah, I can just fire an entire like ship beams worth of mint ice cream into my own face. I'll probably survive that. Uh, yeah, so I, maybe how this is working is like Buford is ho- just holding up the, uh, the the shuttle at some points because he's got big robot arms and hands that don't really fit into the small spaces anymore. And and Trizzy's like getting in there, and he'll be like, uh, "So, uh, who are you?" Uh, uh, well, I'm 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 Trizzy. I do all of the mechanical stuff in the walls that no one likes to think about because it requires squeezing in tight spaces. Um, I also am the person that goes around fixing everyone else's, you know, mechanical things when you know they invariably do them wrong. Yeah, I I, I know what that feels like. You, 
you're you're one of them. You do a lot of you, you've you've made a lot of mistakes. I have done everything correctly. Um, yeah, of of course you have. Look, look, I'll I'll tell you this: you've never had a thing you've done go wrong because I've come round and followed up and just like just, just made sure it's all good. Just like a little bit. Just like a little bit. <laughs> okay, think... no, I did not I did not do any of the stuff with your body. That's all you. <laughs> the body stuff is you. I've left that to yeah, you. I, I think of you for being like how old does Trizzy look? Uh at like per per goblin years, I guess. I don't know how to describe goblin age on the scale. Um uh, I'm gonna put say equivalent of like Mid thirties, but goblin. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think Buford would just say, "Look, lady, I've been rewiring ships since I was five years old. I think I know what I'm doing." Yeah, and anything you learn when you're five years old, you're probably gonna learn some bad habits. <laughs> <laughs> I could drop this on you right now. You know that. Yeah, and I would die happy because I'd be dying inside the remains of the ice cream machine that had the mint. Trizzy is saying this while literally, like, inside, like, the cannon apparatus because she's small enough to get in there. Mm-hmm. And Bu- Buford's just <laughs> looking at the fire button like, I could, I could, no. I could get, I could get no. my satisfaction, Tri- my Triz- honor. Triz- Trizzy scuttles out and, like, pokes her head out the end of the cannon and goes, Sorry, I'm trying to be better. I'm not great with people. People are a lot. Um, you also like mechanic stuff, and I like mechanic stuff, and that's a shared interest, and I shouldn't antagonize that. <laughs> I think Buford looks at his robotic arm and goes, really? I like mechanic stuff? Whatever gave you that idea? Okay, fine, I'll go back to being mean to you. I tried to- I tried, I'm sorry, I, this is how I joke. Yeah, this is how I do too. I, I work I, with combat engineers, I don't, I don't right. interact with civilians. Yeah, no, 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 trust me, I also don't know how to interact with people. You're not alone on that. It's fine, it's fine. How's this? How's this? We will be like this, but we will know that it's fine. Because we get that we're doing the thing. I think we will accept that we both are doing it the right way, despite the fact that the other person is doing it the wrong way. Yep, yep, we can we can both agree to, you know, let the other believe that they're or they're not wrong. I, I think exactly what's happening here is that they are both wiring it effectively identically, <laughs> but they are both repeatedly undoing the other person's work and then redoing it until mm-hmm. eventually it has gone into like a, a, a electrical engineering compromise. You did some of the work on this, and the work on this is is not is is uh, in some places is good. I did some of the work on it too, and you know, there's there's good work on here. Both of us did some work. This is what we'd call in the shipping business a successfully delivered product. If you ever need help building something mechanical, I'm I'm perfect and never make mistakes. So like, give me a call and I I'll help out again. And if any of your limbs get hacked off in a horrific mechanical industrial accident, I can, I guess, give you a new one. Uh, Trizzy is walking away genuinely like, I've made a friend, this is great. (laughs) Hooray, engineering friends!
Buford now knows that thing he keeps hearing in the walls while he tries to sleep is. Uh, and off, off she goes. <laughs> uh, and next, we're cycling back around to Max. Yep. You've, you've, uh, you've got one, one more thing for this downtime scene still. That's right. Uh, I, I, we have to go uh, blow up the spaghetti and, and marinara meatball uh, <laughs> ice cream machine, you know. <gasps> no. <laughs> No, I'll, 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 I was thinking about some other jokes in the prior scene there, like, I'll say, so is there a mojito ice cream dispenser? Because that's mint in it. That could be a salvageable there. I, I really would eat a marinara ice cream, I think. I'm a monster. I quite enjoyed the the Cheetos uh, KFC sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Look, as as someone who has, has previously had a sandwich that's just ketchup, it's just ketchup and bread... I'm in no place to judge people's people's <laughs> tastes. Uh. But um, but yeah, getting back to what uh, what Max is actually doing, uh, yeah, well, it's it's you know it's time to when it's time to go to bed. Uh, Max is you know whether or not they want to, they're they're going to be pulled into the four myth uh, meeting room in their mind, <laughs> effectively. Yep, into I, the dream space. You come back to the uh, the the astral conference room. <laughs> Uh, re- ready for another night of uh, <laughs> pulling in mental delegates. Delegate is such a fun word. I've realized I've, I've, I've lent on it as a crutch. I like the word delegate. <laughs> it's time to decrypt some delegates. We, let's go. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, Max will go in and they, they, they enter as they, however they can with a little bit of purpose before just sort of looking around those in the chamber and then just sort of turning to one of the first ones they see, just asking them, so is everyone in here someone who has, well, used Formith before? Yeah, I think um, Alma Alma turn, the UNT the turns to you and goes, um, well, um, as, as, far as, as far as I can tell, everyone here is someone who's used Formith. We all have a story. Mm-hmm. They don't all match up to each other's, but we all we all did use Formith. Okay. Well, in that case, I was during the last mission. It had been brought to my attention that, uh, well, to put it simply, it looks like my mother had Formith at some point before me. And that then makes me wonder, is is my mom in here? I I mean, we don't know who's in here until you get until you decrypt and then we don't know if the look, I don't know whether there's only one of these or if there's more. I don't know whether your mother had the same one or a different one if there's more than one I it may be don't know in that case I guess there's only one way to find out and as Max says as I I sort of assume like the the passageway into like the the decryption space as we have sort of established it last time just sort of like yeah opens up effectively yeah, so 
as you start to sort of attempt to uh, find more forms to decrypt, mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say that you can't stop having this little sinking feeling in your stomach mm-hmm. that is on the front of your mind as you attempt to decrypt another form. Mm-hmm. And much as you feared, you start to see the form of your mother. Uh, as as before, like the uh, even in this sort of ethereal form, the fur and like the back of Max's uh, neck sort of bristles up, and they sort of get a bit guarded as they see the the shape of their mother come to form. And all Max's sort of muster upon seeing this is just a. Uh, What's going on here? What's the meaning of this? Um, the shape continues to take form, and it becomes undeniable. This is Dash Ina, who starts to become more and more solid, and there is a moment where she seems to recognize you. What are you doing here, Mom? Here? I'm... I'm sorry, I need to get my my bearings. Um... Where where are we? This... Well... We're in Formith. Oh. Oh. Did... Did you use it? I... I... Well, I wouldn't be here if I'm... If I... I... I I suppose not. No. Well, this complicates things. Complicates what? It complicates what? What were you planning? What What were you doing with... I, I went to find Yaush. Um, I was not ready. I was not ready. I... Wait, does that mean that you're... You're dead? I... Don't know. I don't think... I don't think so. I... I will tell you what I I know. I I was attempting to go get information. I wanted to work out what their deal was and what we could do about them. And suddenly there were countless countless gazers. Um, I I was I I managed to track a signal to uh, where where your Yaush was currently currently hold up, hold up and these gazers were not like any gazers I'd ever seen they they seemed to be part illithid and I was outnumbered and I needed to I needed to I needed to survive and that's when I found Formith it promised I could help protect you from the war that was to come 
promised me the power to get out of there alive. And now you're here. You're here inside of it. I took it instantly. And before I knew it, it was maybe minutes. I had access to so many, so much power, so much potential. I I survived a wave of creatures that would otherwise have torn me apart. I... I remember... And she looks around at several of the other forms and goes, I... I remember a lot of these. I remember a lot of them. And... I unlocked... I unlocked so many so quickly and... I am here now. Just Matt, Matt just sort of is just a bit quiet after hearing all that. Arms kind of crossed their chest and they looked to the ground for a moment for saying, yeah, the, the scientists on the station, when they saw me with Formith, they recognized you and the others from Ardwing there. Speaking of what happened to the rest of your crew, uh, we, we saw we we know that they were with you um like what eight months ago i think the time frame was when you were on that sh- station uh they they came with me on the on the mission it was meant to just be recon but i i told them to stay outside and to to flee if things got rough i don't know if they got away but I hope they did. It's what I told them to do if things went south. Well, for what it's worth, I was also looking into the same beholder myself after taking that station, and I have a feeling that my path is going to cross theirs sooner than later after we've disrupted well, his plans on that station. You know, we got rid of the other beholder. We helped the scientists there. And that's not going to go unnoticed. I don't think so, at least. Thank you for keeping them safe. I shouldn't have overlooked the possibility that the job wasn't done. But I... I, I as for you being here right now, I guess now that you're, you know, as you are right now, I suppose the only thing I can do for the time being is what I've been doing with the others, sort of, and decrypt you so you're well, available to help. Well, I'll do what I can to help. Yeah, I, no need for any sort of test to make sure that I'm, you know, capable enough of... Oh, oh no. I know you're capable enough. Uh, and she sort of, like, uh, does the little pinch on the cheek, just a sort of playful, like, yeah. You know, you've you've got this. 
And I assume that you know, she just makes her way on into like the same space as everyone else. And I assume that while that's happening, Max kind of just stays out in the other space there to just sort of think to themselves over what has just happened and what it means. Yeah. Uh, and bet- between this episode and next, we can work out mechanically what uh, mm-hmm. this four myth uh, uh, upgrade will will be mechanically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, for now, that is information that you have, I think, suspected, but is now uh, is now confirmed. All right. Well, and Max. Uh, it's, it's sort of still sort of dumbstruck about all this, trying to understand what could all mean, you know, and uh, who was the voice that they were hearing when they came across Formith on that like more or less asteroid that they crashed on and such like that. Why was it there? All fascinating questions for them to spend the rest of their sleep slash session sort of mulling over <laughs> as they... Uh, I can't. I can't imagine they're going to get a great night's sleep, if I'm honest. No, but, uh, 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 let, let's, let, I, I could propose a saving throw to see how restful the sleep is, maybe, you know? just uh, You know what? Let's 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 get a how 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 well did you sleep roll. Uh, what, what saving throw would you like uh, for that one there? Uh, I feel like... I feel like it's going to be constitution. All right. 17. 17? Look... You technically slept for a long time with a seventeen. Mm-hmm. You 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 slept through the night. How you feel tomorrow is maybe another question, but you did I, you did get the sleep. I have a proposal for how Max wakes up the following day. Yeah. Uh hey, uh Dan, I just like the idea of Buford just like being in Max's room and working on the <laughs> The upgrade, just waking up Max in the process. Yeah, B- Buford like knocked on your door and didn't like got no response, and then just kind of like opened it anyway, and just took took Max's gun and started working. I will say, I would have been laughing so hard if after that heartfelt, like heart wrenching moment, <laughs> Max's mom went, "Oh no, I'm still gonna beat the shit out of you." Oh, that would have been pretty fun. <laughs> I would have been fun to just draw one attack and see who just wins in that. <laughs> but, but uh, yes, uh, Max sort of groggily opens her eyes and looks up to Buford and just like, uh, what? What are you doing here, Buford? Uh, fixing up your gun. And, and he's got he's got it like he's got it like disassembled in front of him and he's starting to put it back together. Man, you were you were saying some weird stuff in your sleep, man. Yeah, that's been the case for a while now, uh, and I'm pretty sure that while that's happening, like like little formith cube things just sort of like floating, like just next to the head, uh, next to the bed, over the the nightstand, basically. Mm-hmm. I, I think Buford like sees the cube floating. He's like, yeah. What? So what, what's what's the deal with that thing? Is it like I don't know, stolen nanotech or something? I don't entirely know i i I crashed at an asteroid found it on there it told me that it could help me and 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 when i offered up well cammy's pistol right there that she designed for me then it sort of i don't know became linked to me somehow uh, I think Buford like pauses for a second when you say it talked to you. He's like, "That thing's an AI. Is it? Is it sentient? You got a talking cube? 
I don't know if it's <laughs> well. I mean, you were there. You saw the flump that was out and talking. You know that it came from the cube there. Yeah, I thought that was like a virtual construct. I wasn't really like. I mean that that uh, that goblin Tizzy. She's got a, a boyfriend that talks. And that's a hologram. <laughs> I just thought, like, she has a boyfriend that talks, you know, and boyfriends <laughs> can't be real. That must be a hologram. <laughs> but, but, but Max just like, no, like, I don't know if it's an AI or nano machines or, or, or mint ice cream, you know, but all I know is just like it, it, it communicates with me and, you know, and, and it's kind of just kind of talking in my head all the time, you know? All the, wait, it's talking to you all the time, more or less. Yeah, that doesn't sound healthy, Max. Well, I mean, it would explain what I'm talking when I'm, when I'm talking when I'm sleeping, though. Yeah, it explains it. That doesn't mean it's it's good for you. I I don't have much choice in the matter now. Now I'm still a little concerned. You know, Cammy made that gun for me. So what are you doing with it? Uh, Buford will finish reassembling it and, uh, with, uh, sort of like, uh, taking his hand, like weigh it for a moment and then like, uh, flip it. So he's got the, the pistol grip out facing towards Max and offer it to him, uh, to them. Uh, Max will take the pistol carefully and, and, and evaluate it. Yeah. So I, I, he hasn't like butchered it or anything, but it's kind of like he, he's like added on a, um, how would I put this? If if this was like a really sleek, super uh, well-tuned uh, gun before, it's still the same gun, but now it's kind of like it's had, it's been dead spacified. It's been turned into a partially industrial tool. Uh, and it's got like a, like a, a little like loading port uh, on the, on the uh, uh, on the side of it for like a, an extra like small uh, like power cell. And Buford will uh, flick that uh, with one thumb uh, towards Max to catch. Load that in, press the button on the side, point it at me, and then somewhere else in the room. You want me to point my gun at you? You've already shot me before. Oh, I mean, intentionally. You want me to intentionally shoot at you? I'd rather you intentionally shoot me than accidentally. All right. All right. And so Max just sort of loads it and does instructed, you know, points at Buford and then points at, you know, by the doorway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think what this looks like is um, bu- like, it, uh, it's almost like a digital effect. It, it points at Buford and he like starts to uh, uh, like digitally free of uh, uh, like distort. <laughs> like he, it's uh, like a, like artifacting and shit. And then it sort of rips him from the point he's standing and then places him in, in front of the door because he's not actively trying to resist it. All right, it works. Uh, point that at anyone, hit the button, and you could probably teleport him. Probably. And then just Max points over by the door and just sort of like pulls the, well, I'm going to assume it's like a secondary trigger on the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and does as instructed in this case here. Mm-hmm. And Buford would, I guess, try to resist this to make the point. Uh, let's see. It's against my own spell save DC. I'm ca- what, what's happening is he, he's uh, he's loaded this up with vortex warp, uh, which is a spell that lets you uh, p- like point at a person in 90 feet and then move them 
uh, 90 feet in another direction onto any solid surface. Uh, and you have to succeed on a constitution saving throw to try to uh, do so. And Buford will uh, uh, roll Tr- for this try and Try and resist your own spell. Yep, I have a 17 save DC. I rolled a 17. So Buford starts to like glitch out and then resists it. Uh, Max is sort of like, I think your I think your modification here is broken, Buford. Well, I made it, so I know how it works. What it's doing is desperately trying to convince my my atoms that I'm in a different place than I am. I see. All right. Okay. Max sort of rubs her head a little bit and thought at that. Uh, um. I, I guess we'll find some use for it in the field. Yeah. Look, the way I saw it, you got paralyzed last time we were out there. Now at least you can move and fire when you're far away. Well, to be technical, I got restrained. Uh, Wendy got paralyzed temporarily, but they I, got look, I got shot it. by a death ray. I had other things to think about. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I can load other a, things onto it too if you need them. Figured this was a good place to start. I'm. Gonna have to explain this to Cammy. We might have to make this have a better set of cohesion, but uh, thanks, Buford. Um, yeah, Buford will give a thumbs up. Uh, there is a, a Gubbins triple S logo on your gun now, uh, and Buford walks out. Uh, and as Buford walks out, uh, Max also takes a look over at their little flower garden they have set up in the corner of their room for just sort of <laughs> looking at that a bit and thinking about what it's just ha- passed. Oh. Uh, I'm going to throw one more scene in, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Austin. Wendy is going to get uh, a call from Jennifer. Oh, hey. Uh Hey, um, I, I found out, I, I found out where Cascorn is. Your tone is extremely cool and exciting, and I love it, what it, what it, uh, <laughs> portends. I mean, look, I have the amount of excitement of someone who has located a person who is in, in prison, which is, like, not a fun place to find someone. Like, I was quietly hoping, oh, you know, while I wasn't paying attention, the criminal justice system worked itself out and she's fine. No, she she is uh, locked up, but I, I know where she is if you wanted to go talk to her. Do you think she could improve my wisdom? Uh, I don't know. Do you want to go get a therapy session from her? <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Cascord hates illithids. This is going to make Wendy even angrier. Better rage, lower wisdom. <laughs> yes, can I trade can I trade my mental stats for physical stats? Um, no. Uh... If you were, if you were to go meet her and like just not positively engage and just get angry, I guess. Um, like the 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 offer is 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 there and is on the table. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking of the timeline here. Um, yeah, I guess I could stop by. We have to hurry up though. We got to get our ship out of the out of the the hangar. There, some people are gonna stop by, so we got to hurry up. We gotta go on a mission. 
Yeah, yeah, we can, we can, we can, we can do, we can do this quick and get, get around. I know we got a, you, you got stuff to be doing. Yeah, I'm very important. I have a lot of places to be, a lot of things to do. <laughs> you got, you got to get back in time to, in time to murder these visitors when they arrive or whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you uh, take the shuttle down, you. Uh, are escorted through uh some of the the security of this uh this prison facility and you are led to a cell that just has one dwarf uh sat quietly on 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 a bed uh, in a very small cell now we've established that this planet is primarily water slide based. Am I sliding <laughs> up to the cell door? Like it's like that scene in Silence of the Lambs, but if she oh. entered on a water slide. One one hundred percent like a big part of the punishment of this prison is you have to see the guards having fun using the water slides and you don't get to go on them. Oh, what a cruel system. It's fucked yeah, you, up. you can see the water slides, but they're just out of reach. You can smell the chlorine, but you can't go down yourself. This is why we need to abolish prison. There's a dipping dot stand right <laughs> nearby. Uh, but yes, um she she is she's in, in the cell and not paying you much attention. Yeah, uh, Wendy will flo- float over and be like, "Oh, can I just go through these bars? These aren't very. There's a lot of space here. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna try to touch. I, I'm gonna boop the snoot. I, <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't if I were you. I, are you attempting to fly between the bars? <laughs> no, <laughs> I was just. I was just being weird. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, she recommends you not try and fly through the bars. Well, this is not as bad as I was worried. I was thinking this is kind of a. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the the classic film, uh, <laughs> the Squid Shank Redemption. Is that anything? Ooh! Oh gosh, that's pretty good. <laughs> well, they do say at the start of that movie, "New Fish," so maybe it's it's new squid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's the best joke I have. So you're gonna have to live with it. But you're just kind of chilling here. So, I mean. I mean, I I could have ended up in worse prisons than this. I'm glad I ended up in the. Oh, we're trying to be nice and progressive, and uh, you know that corner of illithid space. But um, it's not fun waking up every day and seeing a water slide you're not allowed to ride. It's so cruel. It calls to me. It, you'd you'd really think it wasn't that bad, but like it really grinds on you mentally. Oh my god, we have to reform this. There's <laughs> we have to do something. It's it's the new really fucked up version of waterboarding, mm. but oh in God. the most literal sense. Water so. slide hoarding. I see. Yeah. Um. She she looks to you and she takes a second and she goes. Thank you for the bit where you ruined the peace talks. <laughs> well. I... <laughs> We may not have gotten there the way I wanted to, but you did do what I was going for, so thanks for that. Wow, does that mean we can be friends now? I don't know. Um, you're an illithid, which is not a good start. How did you get past like the screening to be in, in the position you were? You think someone would have, I don't know, looked into your background or something. I mean, look... You put on a happy smile and go, oh, I'm fine and mentally well-adjusted. You know, the thing that you, I don't need to do now because 
while I'm here, but... Look, people... There's not a lot of people volunteering for deep space long-term missions out in illithid space, and, you know, all you gotta do is put a smile on and go, oh, no, I'm definitely out here to... Uh, in my wife's memory to help help do the thing to protect people like her in the future. And, like, you say the right words, they're fine with it. Well, unless you kind of develop cool fins to go up water slides and get out of here, I guess you're not really going to be getting any more revenge. But that doesn't mean someone else can't get your revenge for you. Do you know what Elder Brain was in charge of the bad stuff that happened to you? I mean, I do, but why would you help? Uh, because uh, this, she's just like gesturing to her, her whole body, because uh, I have also been done wrong, and uh, I don't really have a lot of outlets for those feelings except for stabbing. So, when all you have is a stab, everything looks like a, a human's head. Maybe you're not so bad. No, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard? I'm, I'm pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sweet. Um, uh, I, I think that Cascorn is going to... Uh, is gonna is gonna dictate to you some uh, some some coordinates. Uh, you don't recognize them like at a at a glance, but uh, we'll go. If you want to do me a favor, this is where you go to fuck some people up for me. Okay. Hmm. It won't bring anybody back, but it will feel good. I know they always say that. You know, you gotta uh, dig two graves and stuff, but that's just because there's a lot of elder brain and they don't really fit in one grave. Look, I know it's not gonna bring them back. But if I know that they're dead, I will feel better. I mean, you can't feel much worse, right? Yeah, they can't, like, what, put two water slides in front of me and I'm not allowed to ride either of them? Oh, God, they <laughs> could they? do that. That would be worse. There's going to be a wave pool now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, a no, lazy no. river. The most relaxing <gasps> ride of all. Okay. Um, and with as as this is going on, Wendy, you do get a, 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 a sort of ping to go, you are needed back on the ship. Uh, and I'll sort of summoned aw- summoned away. All right, Wendy's right. Revenge is based. It's just so great. Like if, and if you're doing it right, you're not digging two graves. You're digging like thirty because you've gotten everyone back. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, as you make it back to the the, the ship, Wendy, um, Buford and Max, you are also called up to. Uh, up to the deck of the ship. Um, Captain DeMille is pretty concerned. Uh, and he sort of he, he sort of makes sure that that, that no uh, non-essential personnel are in the room. 
goes, uh... I'm, uh, sorry to do this. We have a problem. Is it... Is it Barry? I'll kill him. No, it's 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 not Barry. Um, I'll kill him anyway, just to be sure. You can never be too careful. <laughs> is is the captain in like I I think Zordon has been referenced a few times. Yeah, is he in like a tank and maybe there's like a, a digital set of eyes that has put sad <laughs> emojis when he's concerned? We've never established that before, but you can install. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to establish a sad emoji eyes, we can make that canon. Yeah, I th- well, he, they're, they're, it's tr- they're trying to integrate with the the world, right? And there's going to be people that they need like a visual reference for emotions. You, oh, you've you've just made me realize, Captain Slack is basically. Um, there was a game released. Uh, it'll be a couple of months ago at this point, uh, called <laughs> Hi-Fi Rush, mm-hmm. where there is a robot that just sharpie draws on emotions onto its face to be like, yes, I, I hear this is e- makes it easier mm-hmm. for you to understand what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've, I've been told that's a very Dan game. I'm still waiting, waiting to have time to actually play it. <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. Uh, but yes, Captain Captain Demille says... Um, one, one of our... Um... One of our away, away craft, the uh, anemone, has gone dark. Um, they were on a uh, they were on a mission to work on a uh, large satellite array, and uh, they stopped responding to our hails. Um. It, okay, I think Buford stands up. Who the fuck was on that ship? Ah, uh, well, there were a few members of the crew, but I suspect most relevant to the both of you, uh, Cordazar and Bridget were both on the crew. Well, they're fine then. Cordazar is, is a great uh, fighter. He can definitely take a beholder, and it does not float around uselessly. Buford, I don't think says anything. I I think they're like he's very still for a moment, and then there is just like a very concentrated, sudden burst of violence as he punches directly through the table in front of him. Buford, I understand. I need you to channel that into listening to me and going on what I suspect is a recovery mission, a rescue mission. Um. We were in communication with the crew of the Anemone. Um, they were making alterations to the satellites. We were checking in to see if they produced results. Uh, we were doing regularly scheduled check-ins, and they went silent. Um, their ship is still docked. It's showing on our radar, but there are no life signs that match them in the vicinity. No reports of a struggle or a firefight. It's like they vanished into thin air. We believe someone may have taken them, and we are making their retrieval a top priority. In space, thin air is actually pretty good, right? Usually there's no air, so that's an improvement. I, look, I've been trying to use soul idioms. I, I'm not always... I don't always use them in the right place. I'm, tr- I'm trying to... I'm trying. Uh, but yes, he sort of he sort of turns to the, the, uh, the group and goes... If their research into tracking wideband communications was successful, if they managed to hear communications that they weren't supposed to, 
They might have made themselves a target, and that is why kidnapping is our working theory. Yeah, I, I think Buford is just completely silent at this point, fuming. Uh, he, he's he's not he like he he's running through everything in in his head on what what this could be, and there is no no good sign here. Yes, uh, uh, Captain Demille looks uh, specifically to you, Buford, and says, "I understand." Your concern, I, I know what this means to you, but I also know that there's no one that I would trust more in this moment to do this. Buford is going to stand up and I guess look at these emoticon eyes in front of him and go, I've tried to play nice on these missions. I didn't kill those werewolves. I didn't want to kill... That, that, uh, Corporal Bryant. I am going to murder whoever did this. I am going to rip them in half. And then Buford walks out of the room. I will supervise the ripping. <laughs> Max, you can be the liaison to the ripping. Come on. I think Buford, um, like the camera follows him uh, back to uh, back to his room, and it's like an over-the-shoulder thing as he's just like stomping down the hallway, uh, like not even like trying to sidle around people, like even remotely trying to be polite. They're either getting out of his way or he's walking over them, uh, and he uh, goes into his room, uh, hits uh, hits the uh, secret button on his toolbox. Like the he uh, head probably sees him for a second, but doesn't even have time to say anything before he pulls out a case uh, with the title, uh, with the words full moon written on it and shoves it in his bag. <laughs>